Street Top Radio LA, man. We are broadcasting live. Old San Juan, Puerto Rico, man. It's the last yeah. episode I'm doing out here in Puerto Rico, man. This city, this uh, this island was love, man. I love Puerto Rico, man. They showed me nothing but love. If y'all ever out here in Puerto Rico, make sure y'all spend a good bag out here. And make sure y'all stop at Pierce Supper. Make sure y'all stop at B-Well. Those are all the local dispensaries that I shop at. Shout out to those guys. They're awesome. Make sure you check out Buns, too. Buns. Is is lit some burger joint. Hey man, y'all can follow me on Instagram, B I G underscore homie smiles with a Z man. We got my man Ben ready on the motherfucking ones and twos. Ben ready like the bitches on Figaro, man. All my bitches is living right, man, cause I'm living right. You hear me? Keep that money tight and we gonna be alright. You did on this show, man. We got an excellent, excellent, exclusive free guest, man. We gonna call my man family now. It's my man Black Corn LA, man. He's from Los Angeles, California. He has a couple of businesses going on, man. Not only does he make exclusive corn, he makes exclusive corn merch, and he has some other motherfucking business um, endeavors that he got going on, man. He got an ATM thing popping. Today's topic that we're going on is black financial responsibility. I'ma just um a corn man. I'ma just get the people um a definition. I'ma give them a quick definition of what uh black financial responsibility is. So financial responsibility refers to the process of managing money and other similar assets in a way that is considered productive and is also in the best interest of the individual or the family or the business or the company. So when you're looking at financial responsibility, you're looking at business ventures that are going to not only be beneficial for you, but beneficial to your family members. So I know that you have um, your merch and you start doing your Black Corn LA merch. So what are some things financially that you had to consider uh, when trying to merge um, doing the corn thing as well as doing uh, the merch behind it? All right, first, I think the main, most this important thing. In the tub. <laughs> with the wood, you feel me? Come on. <laughs> you gotta get right. Oh, it's <laughs> nah, but the most important thing with anything financial is saving your money. Being able to realize that at one point, at least for me, I didn't have no money, so I could live off of a little bit of money. So any money that I'm getting in, I'm putting most of it away to saving, and then the rest, you know, I'll probably just smoke, and that's about it, you know? Right. So what you're selling is you live within your means. That means you live on less than what you make. Yeah. I live below my means. Mm, how hard is that to do that when you're trying to build a, a brand and a company and a business? How hard is it to live below your means? It's, it's easy if you focus. You know, I'm planning out what my money is going to go to and I'm saving for that reason and then I'm moving forward with it. There, there's no, um, and I mean, I'm splurging a little bit, but there's a margin for it. Like, I have a set amount of money that I'm going to be able to spend, and what I spend with that is for me to do if I want to, you know, blow it all in a night. That's for me, but I can't spend any of my savings. So did you so learn, did you how, to, how did you learn how to budget? So is that something that you was taught um, through your family, or did you learn how to budget through fucking up your money, you know, fucking up the bag? Because we all fuck up a quick bag, you know, when you're young. Yeah, I feel like fucking it up, realizing that I had a lot of money that and I didn't have shit afterwards. Like, I, all right, I got some stuff, and I'm 
rough with shit, so I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna fuck up the car. I done been through some cars. Mm-hmm. I done, I'm gonna dirty the clothes. I'm gonna scuff the shoes, the new kicks. All of that's gonna happen to it, and I ain't gonna have shit at the end. And it's like, all right, that's that don't work for me. Like, I can just get. And now my favorite place to go shop is Ross. I've been that motherfucker all the time. Shout out to Ross. You feel me? It's cheap Shout and it looks good. <laughs> Hey, oh God! Oh God! And shout out to Burlington Co. Factory, man, and Foreman Mills. We need all them sponsorships on the motherfucking show, man. Shout out to Live Mervins. Your they got some good shit. <laughs> shout out to Mervins. Mervins. <laughs> shout out to DD's discount. Oh. Shit, shout out Microsoft. Man, you know, they shout out to the thrift store, man. Shout out to Apple. Shout out to the thrift store over there in Kenilworth, man. <laughs> shout out to Pepsi. <laughs> Nigga. Shout out to Bitcoin, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. S- send, send us some donations in Bitcoin and in uh Doyage, whatever that shit is called. Bitcoins, Mo. No bullshit. Hey, I just bought ten dollars. This is I'm sidestepping for my questions, but I just bought ten dollars worth of uh, Bitcoin stock, and I the joint went up like fifteen cents. I was so proud. Gains and shit. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever, making you money. Yeah, no bullshit. My question is, um, do you save for emergencies? Yeah. My, my biggest saving is my emergency fund. And I mean, 2020 was actually a good year for me. I got to save the most amount of money. I mean, I got the most serious about saving money that year, but also it was it was beautiful. You know, yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. <laughs> and, and you need that. You need saving for um, emergencies for, for my young people out there that's listening to this podcast. One of the main things that I learned when I was um, selling cars, I sold cars for like eight years. Shout out to uh, my GM, Paul Tabola, who definitely, you know, put me under the wing. And shout out to Terry Ferguson, who, you know, discovered me and my my found skill. But my um, Paul Tabola, the GM, always told me you need to have a nest egg, especially when you're selling cars because it's commission-based and that money coming quick like some street shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times with salespeople, just like with anybody who get money, who's getting money quickly, you blow that shit on things that don't matter. And then when you need that money, you know what I'm saying, you're going to have it. I was making no bullshit slam. I was making like, I was making probably like six bands a month. No bullshit. I and was so much money, my nigga. I was buying three pairs of shoes, like the exclusive joints. You know, the what LeBrons, I paid 500 for them joints before they came out. I got these Supreme joints, I paid 800 for them joints. I was getting shoes sent to the dealership. Like, you don't want to do that. That's like this dumbass shit. I was Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> my nigga, I was blowing money. I was buying bitches shit. I was faking, like, I was going to the bars. I was tricking off. I'm going to say it. I was saying I was tricking off. But it ain't tricking unless you fucking got it. That's a bald-headed lie. <laughs> we do not do tricking. No tricking. We ain't, shit. We ain't got shit for a bitch but some dick. No, never. <laughs> nigga, you faking, nigga. If you bagged up and you young, you stupid, you know, you going to trick off. Every nigga has tricked off. I got too, mu- uh, I got I got too much, much family. What you mean, bitch? You going to fuck anyways? What am I going to spend money on your ass for? What the fuck? Hell no, never. Oh, give me the simp card. I'm going to put the simp card on my head. Put it. Put a simp card on my head for the day. You know what I'm saying? But that's back in the day. That's back in the day. 
Just sipping on, on the down, the down low. low. <laughs> but not no more. I'm not simping no more. I don't grew out my simp ways, but I'm just saying. But back to my back to my um, original thing that I was talking about is that you got to save. You know what I'm saying? You need to have a nest egg. You need to have an emergency fund, um, just in case fund or whatever you want to call it. Because at the end of the day, jobs are not always guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, something may happen. You might get fired. I've been fired from a lot of motherfucking jobs. I just want to say, fuck Buffalo Wild Wings. Closer to the mic. Yep. <laughs> Psyched out. All right. So, uh, cool, man. So, uh, when, you're, when you're looking at your business, aspect, when you're doing, I know that you told me that you had an ATM business. So, when you decided to get an ATM, um, were you looking at credit? Did they look at credit, or how did you how did you come about that business venture? So when I say I like to save and plan for shit, I mean I'm a cash person. So it's like I'm gonna save up the cash, and I'm gonna either have it all, or it's not gonna get got. Like my credit is, I, I don't got no credit. I don't do nothing with credit, and th- I'm not saying that you shouldn't. You definitely should. You know, get a credit card, pay it off every month, make sure you only spend what you can have, and shit like that. But for me right now, yeah, I don't got no credit. No credit on this side. But that's good, though. You not having credit. See, look, when I sold cars, look, man, I just got chills, man. I'm a real seller. Because if I was selling cars right now, you would be the perfect candidate, the person with no credit. You know what I'm saying? You go in the car dealership, you put you in something real smooth, good car payment. Look, I'm talking about selling cars and shit, but that's that's good. People, young people out there that's listening to this um, this podcast, y'all do need to establish credit. A good way to establish credit if you don't want to take out, like, a credit card is you can use, like, um, prepaid cards. Um, you can have your money directly deposited on those prepaid cards. You can also do things like um, uh, getting a car if you don't want to take a step because – the two things that y'all want to look at when you're dealing with financial responsibility is ownership. So the two things that you can own and a person can own in their lifetime is a household car, you know what I'm saying? Both of, of those which can be beneficial with residual income, if you maintain your house, if you maintain your car, you can ultimately use that car once it's paid off to make you money. So the goal is in life is to get on things that is going to make you residual money. Like, you know, ATM. An ATM is always going to bring you in residual money because why? If I'm in a place that's doing only cash and I need to use my credit card and a motherfucker don't got a credit card now and I got to leave and go around the street, I probably won't even come back to the business. See, the business just lost money because they didn't have a credit card because they don't want to catch up with the wave. So when you're doing your, um, your um, dang, what's the word when you do something? When you want to go to a business and you want to try to get, um, you know, that business. Damn, what is it called? I don't know. I can't think of it. That's what, that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do, right? Pretty much, pretty much that's what I'm doing because I already in my – I got a nine-to-five job too. So in my nine-to-five job, I go business to business and set up – for um, oh, that's my phone. I set up contracts. Nah, it's it's Gucci. Um, I set up contracts <laughs> with the company, pretty much. And so I do the same thing when I'm trying to find the ATM. When I go into a cash place, like I'm like, okay, how can I put this in here? You know, why do you guys not have a, a credit card machine and things like that? Right. Because they, 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 they 
on 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 um so have you been able to get your atm inside of a store i haven't but because right now i'm actually trying to put it in a place that it can be 24 hours and so that I can have it outside and, and it can, you know, be making money for a longer period of time. And so I'm, I'm in negotiations with the owner about how that'll work, because I think he kind of wants some of the money if it's going to be running his electricity all day and night. But we're working on that. Well, you, I know you're going to get that shit. Um, I know you go, not sorry, I'm sorry. I got to work on my language. I know you're going to get that business venture. Is going to listen to this podcast miraculously. He's going to tune in to True Top Radio LA on Townhouse Media. It's going to be the gentleman that wanted to get his uh, ATM in my business, and I think I shall do it, and he shall. We manifested everything out here. We manifested if I wanted, everything. Yeah, that way. And, and I just want to shout out to you. Because you are in a tub doing a broadcast, pimping shit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you shit. Yeah, chilling. <laughs> chilling shit. So how's your um is your is your is everything going well um with all of your businesses? Did you have anything it's, you wanna add? Uh, nah, really, I want to tell everybody to get some merch. I'm coming out with some new merch. I know I haven't got it quite yet, but I am coming out with some new merch. And actually, I think next week I'm coming out with these little lighters, you know, that got the logo on it. You got to check those out. That's going to be cool. So, you know, just tune into the page and, and wait. You know, we got stuff coming. We got stuff coming. So I always like to ask this question to everybody that come on the show. If he was to die the day or tomorrow, what would be a quote that you would want to leave the world to remember Corn Man by? I think I said it last time, and I'm going to still stick to it. You know what I'm saying? Life is a pussy. You got to fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life is a pussy. You got to fuck it. Yeah, you know, you got to get in where you fit in. That's how I see it, you know? Big fact. Big fact. Get the people your Instagram name and your cash app just in case they tune in and they want to give love donations. For sure, for sure. My Instagram is black underscore corn underscore man underscore L.A. And then um, my cash app is Black Corn Man, but with two C's instead of a K. Wait, say it again. Say, say it one more time. The cash app or the uh, Instagram. The cash app is Black Corn Man, but with two C's instead of a K in the black. So B-L-C-C-C-O-R-N-M-A-N on the cash app. Oh, all right. <laughs> Hey, did you got any you got any more shout outs you wanna give? You wanna shout to your, your, your woman? Not with her, so we got, I said I'm gonna have a baby in four months, but I'm not with her, so you know we just gonna shout out the baby. Yeah, <laughs> you know gotta be the first. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta be the first. We're gonna bring you back on next week's show too, man. This you lit. I like you, man. I fucks with it. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk more about uh financial responsibility. You can stay tuned then. Don't go nowhere. Stay tuned for my story. That shit lit. It's funny as shit. So when just to just to piggyback on what uh, me and Cornman was talking about, so I just want people to understand 
about being financially responsible. Number one is, oh, I just want, (laughs) I just want everybody to understand what it means to be financially responsible. So when you're being financially responsible, you are taking advantage of your life, right? And when I say you're taking advantage of your life, that means you have the opportunity to seize the day. Feliz Navidad. You know what I'm saying? Because when you're thinking of credit, you want to always be able to have, maintain good credit. And so for those of you who may not understand what good credit is, being a car salesman, I'm going to let you know what's the range of good credit. So excellent credit is going to be 800, period. Okay, so then eight, it's going to be, I'm sorry, it's going to be from like 740 to 800. That's excellent credit. So then you have, you know, average credit, which is normal credit from like 630 to 730 to 740. What did I say, 740? To 730. Then you got shithole credit, which is where I'm at. And y'all don't want to be in this type of credit range. And if you are in this type of credit range, it's okay. Because credit is like second chances or like God said, he forgives all. So you can always get that shit together. So fucked up credit is going to be from... 620 on down. It's fucked up credit. I know y'all like, oh, it's in the sixes. No, that shit fucked up. 620 on down is fucked up credit. So what y'all want to do is not take out young people. Don't do with the things that I did. I'm just going to talk on my behalf. Don't do the things that I did. Buy credit, get credit cards with $1,000 limits. And go in the shopping mall and buy stuff and not pay the people back. You got to pay these people back if y'all getting credit cards. I done ran up some shit with some banks, man. And I ain't never paid, so the shit is just, you know, it just, it's just on my credit, I think, forever. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to get that shit off. <laughs> I know I can get it off, but y'all can get it off. <laughs> but y'all can get it off, too. Number two, y'all want to live on less than you make. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't be have to be out here balling. Y'all see these rap niggas out here on the motherfucking... Uh, Instagram uh, fucking stacks and racks doing all this with the headphones of the money and shit. Niggas like that don't really got money. You know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you, really rich people don't show no money. Why? Because they is taking trips and cashing the fuck out. Why they got to be on the gram showing all their money? They they don't got to do all that. They investing. They got real estate property. You know what I'm saying? They doing so much business move, they don't even got time to be on the internet, for real. I mean, not to say if, if their business is the internet, like mine's. Me and, me and uh, my people's, our shit is the internet because we podcast, so we got to be on the motherfucking internet. But if, it's, if you don't have to be on the internet, financially, you in the hole. Let me tell you that. Number three. You want to save for some emergencies. My, my GM, shout out to Paul Tabola again. He told me you always want to have a nest egg when you're selling cars. Because you never know what's going to happen. When you're selling cars, you might fucking slip and hurt your ankle and shit. You don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Save for emergencies. You want to save for the future. Save for the future means investments. It means bitcoins. It means real estate. It means if you know how to get into the stock exchange and the trades. Don't get into everybody's stock exchange and trades because niggas is out here frauding. They is out here scamming. You know what I'm saying? Don't listen to that shit. A motherfucker say, oh, yeah, I know how to 
Make your ten, your fifteen or your your fifteen hundred dollars flip to fifty thousand. The nigga lying, man. Stocks is up and down. I'm learning that from my Cash App. Shout out to Cash App too, man. We is a townhouse media platform. We always looking for lovely, lovely uh, sponsorships and donations. You know, that's a that's a that that those the people told me how to uh, invest in stock, and you know, I'm learning through that so I can elevate. All right, now y'all want to do is y'all want to pay bills on time. Pay y'all shit on time, people. Don't bullshit on bills. I'm real good on paying my shit on time. You know, I pay bills on time. I don't play that shit. Except for the time I got a repo. That was just due to some foolishness with this. Don't even matter, but I ain't in that no more, so. Fucker! Number six. You should check your credit report. I already said that, so we're going to skip that. Uh, you're going to learn how to shop. Oh, so, ooh, this is a good one. And shout out to my cousin Calvin, you know what I'm saying, because he sells insurance. And shout out to Aaron, the guy keep calling me while I'm out here on vacation. He's his boss. He trying to get me to sell insurance too, but I like the hustle. I appreciate it, but. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? fucking harassing me while I'm out here on vacation. Okay, but you need to learn how to shop for insurance. People, two things is guaranteed in this life. Death and being born. Two things guaranteed, you know what I'm saying? Number one, you need to make sure that you have quality life insurance, people. Quality, quality life insurance is important. Number one, you never know when the fuck you're going to die. When God say today is the day, Sabrina going to die, boom. Now I'm dead. You know what I'm saying? And now Are I don't got no insurance. And now I got my friends and family starting to go fund me on my account. And it takes $10,000. Let me tell you, to bury somebody, I buried my father. And I had to pay some money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what a good daughter do. But it took a lot of money to pay bury. And he didn't even get a tombstone. So let me tell you something. I didn't have enough. So you need life insurance. I'm still trying to get my dad a tombstone. So if anybody out there in the grave world that's in the funeral home, want to help get my dad, Mark Cato, a, a tombstone at Cedar Hill Cemetery. Holla at me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you need to shop for good insurance. That's key. You also need and car insurance, house insurance, man. You also need to learn how to control your spending habits. Me, I spend a lot of money on marijuana. I just, I just cop some Zav, right, man? The shits. That is my biggest, biggest shit I gotta work on is the motherfucking spending the money on his eye. Stinky icky. That good, that kookamonga cracker killer. That shit, that, that creep. Ooh, they call that shit out here in Puerto Rico. They call that shit that creepy. So don't y'all just be saying this lingo out here in Puerto Rico. I'm looking for that creepy. You gonna get shot. No, you won't get shot. But you might get lined up. <laughs> Are you, you might get kidding me? You might get lined up, so don't be saying that shit. But I want to tell y'all, I'm going to talk to y'all today about today's story. I got to take my glasses off for this because I can't, I can't uh, wear Shanshays and try to read. It's hard. Okay. So this is another short story. Oh, and before I start this short story, if there's anybody out here that do cartoons and y'all hear my short stories and y'all want to drop some cartoons to my shit, you know what I'm saying? Do that. I really appreciate you. I promote all your shit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can follow me on Instagram, big underscore homie smiles with a Z. Okay. 
So today's story is called The Chosen One. This story takes place in Washington, D.C. in the early 2000s. A young, vibrant couple, Dorothy and Dorsell, are preparing for a big meeting with an invention company. Dorsell came up with an idea for men, for men who began losing their hair. His product prototype was called Bald Be Gone. Fellas, is your hair losing you? Yes. Are you tired of your wife going to the younger man? Get, get Bald Be Gone right now. Have that ball go away and make them bitch come and stay. Ball be gone. So that was that was a prototype. That was a prototype for the ball be gone commercial. And we also have a song background. It's called Ball. Shout out to my the background song in the back. Ball. Ball be gone was a grease. Ball be gone is a grease you could treat your hair with. You put, the, you put the grease in your balding spot for three months and you will see the bald spot replaced with a new set of healthy hair. So he came up with this idea about, you know, giving men a second chance of life who are balding at the top, shine your head for a nickel, and he's giving them a life. He's giving them life with new growth. So Dorsell discovered this hair growing formula when he was doing research on Mary McLeod Bethune's hair grease company. So for those of you who don't know, Mary McLeod Bethune was the first African-American to put out hair grease for the African-American women. And, you know, straighten and comb, you know what I'm saying? So he was doing his research on, you know, how to give men back their hair because men didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? So men needed some some type of grease that would make them feel good like the women. You know what I'm saying? So he decided to, ooh, I'm saying. So he decided to go online, you know, look on, you know, do some research through Mary McLeod Bethune Hair Grease Company. And he had come up with an idea and began on a journey to restore men's hair. Dorsell began trial and error. With any business, you got to do trial and error. And until the third month, he found the grease. On the third month, he found the grease that worked. Dorothy being a supportive, strong wife, friend, and business partner, she always took care of all the expenses and budgeting so Dorsell could take time and work in peace. That is an awesome wife. Fellas, if you have a woman that is out there willing to help you with your company and let you just work in peace, marry her. That is the one. So while Dorsell continued to perfect his balding, his bald be gone cream, Dorothy received a very strange email from someone claiming to be Dorothy's cousin, from someone claiming to be Dorothy's cousin from La Perla, a small historic town in Puerto Rico. Cue the, cue the Puerto Rican music. Cue the Puerto Rican music, Ben. So Dorothy received an email from her cousin in La Perla a small historic town in Puerto Rico. Shocked, Dorothy read the email at least 10 more times. It seemed odd that someone from Puerto Rico was reaching out to her. So she explained, so in the email, he explained why she had, he had been contacting her. And Dorothy just stopped in the middle of the email and was like, ah, this explains why I have luxurious long hair with mocha skin 
And it also made sense why it was easy for Dorothy to understand Spanish. Every time Dorothy, Dorothy would go into the, the, the carryout or she'll go on the side, she'll be walking because Dorothy had a fat butt. Grande culo. So she'll be walking and the, the guy will be like, Oh, bonita, grande chocha, when they get the chocha. And Dorothy, every time, would turn around and say, What did you say about my butt and my. She's not gonna say the word because we got this a kid friendly show. So the email from her cousin in La Perla made sense. It just made her understand, like, oh, this is why my hair is so luxurious. And that my skin is mocha. Mocha like the Indians. So when Dorcel, hold up, I gotta back up. So why it was easy for her to understand Spanish language. So Dorothy decided to plan a trip to Puerto Rico to meet this cousin. She would first have to run it past Dorcel and convince him that this is a vacation business trip. She told him maybe he could find some people in Puerto Rico who would be willing to try out the new cream for their, their balding that they may be experiencing. Dorothy told Dorcel about the trip she was planning to her surprise. He was excited. He said, God damn it. Baby, you damn right I'm trying to go to Puerto Rico. I know there are plenty of guys down there, Latin men, who are balding and losing their men and losing their wives to younger, to younger men with luxurious, luxurious hair, curly hair. You damn right, baby. Set the trip up. We're going to Puerto Rico. So Dorothy told Dorcel about the trip. She was planning to her surprise. He was excited and ready. So they prepared to leave in the next two weeks. They arrived to Old San Juan, Puerto Rico. Now, Old San Juan, Puerto Rico, back note, is a historic city in Puerto Rico. It's one of the oldest cities in Puerto Rico. If uh, all the people travel to Old San Juan to learn, uh, you know, the science and the, the real intellectual stuff, they come to Old San Juan. So they arrived to Old San Juan, Puerto Rico. Dorcel was so happy. He started saying Spanish language like, Que paso, mi amigo? My name is Dorcel. Que paso, mi amigo? My name is Dorcel. Dorothy was embarrassed. She told, Dorcel, get, get over here, nigga. This is not, you don't keep, they don't even speak that. It's not the same Spanish. They have different, get over here. You are embarrassing us. Get over here. So Dorothy hurried to find a taxi. Dorcel, come on, man. You're not even talking the right language, man. Get your ass in the car. We got shit to do. Dorcel response, well, since you know everything, how do you speak Spanish? And Dorcel out of nowhere says, and Dorothy out of nowhere says, Milamo, Dorothy, you are a loco, but you are Benios, Basuda. And then Dorcel said, well, how do you know you just, how do you know I don't just speak black? And they get in the car. Dorcel said nothing and just smiled. They arrived to La Perla and Dorothy calls out her cousin, Raphael. Raphael says, hola, la familia. Welcome to our home. I see your husband has something. What is it? 
Dorothy respond. Oh, that is his bald begone cream. Jose says, you know, a bonita that may help us get this cream out into the island of Puerto Rico. Raphael says, Pause. I, hmm? Raphael says, I know the governor of Puerto Rico and I can get you a meeting with him so you can present this invention. He has been talking about finding a product that would restore his hair so his wife can stop having sex with the pool boys. And it's... So Dorsell meets the governor. He puts this bald and cream on him. Three months later, my man, the governor's hair is back and popping. He divorced his wife and got a young new bride named Serafina. And they lived happily ever after. That's the end. That's the end of my story. The chosen one. That was called the chosen one. He was chosen. Dorsell was chosen to give the governor that bald and cream. And Dorothy, and Dorothy was there the whole, whole way. And, and he left her. And he, no, Dorset, no, the governor left his wife. Oh. The, 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 well, that's normal then. The governor left his wife. Yeah, because she kept having sex with the young pool boys. Little raggedy bitch. The bitch was for the streets. You know what I'm saying? Sorry for the, the harsh curse words in my, in my podcast at the end. I, I got triggered. Because, because some of these women, not my baby, shout out to my boo because she's amazing. Shout out to my woman. I just want to say before I start talking shit, shout out to my woman. She's the shit. You know what I'm saying? She is a phenomenal. My other half, God made her for me. But outside of her, a lot of these women is for the streets. You know, it's rare you find a woman like, you know, my woman, you know. It's the rare, man. You got to pray to God, I suggest. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like the governor. He had to go through getting a balding cream. His wife did not even want to love him for his bald spot. Instead, she went and fucked young pool boys. Discouraging, my man. Fuck these hoes. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen... This is the end of my broadcast. Treetop Radio LA, man. We are out here. San Juan, Puerto Rico. I got my man Ben Ready on the motherfucking ones and twos. Ben Ready like the bitches on Figaro. Hey, Ben, give him your Cash App and your Instagram. Uh, Cash and App. And this is him on the background. Give him your Cash App. What did I say? Uh, yeah, Cash App is, uh, what is it? Uh, dollar sign Byron Hobson. That's my government. B-Y-R-O-N-H-O-P-S-O-N. Don't get and it I twisted. It's only okay. one. Go ahead. What'd you say? Only one. No, I was about to say, I'm sorry, you guys, for digressing. I had a rant. I'm sorry. I got triggered. I triggered my own self. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find me at The Real Ben Ready on Instagram, uh, Ben Ready on Facebook, the like page, Townhouse Media uh, on Facebook, Townhouse Media Now on Instagram. Uh, what else? I'm missing something else. Oh, at the real, been ready on Twitter. Yes, you missing something else. At the real, you missing him. Where they can find this song? Oh, oh, oh! You Townhouse uh, Media YouTube. Go there, subscribe, and follow everybody under the umbrella. New, old, and the future. And the future. 
And if nobody didn't know, now you fucking know, man. We are on a townhouse media platform. This is Treetop Radio LA, man. This is my last day out in old San Juan, Puerto Rico. Shout out to my baby, my my love, the the uh, strawberries on my ice cream, the mocha in my vanilla coffee. You know what I'm saying? She is the reason why this shit is happening. <laughs> Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, big underscore homie smiles with a Z. My cash app is the money sign tree top radio 87. You know what I'm saying? Hey, shout out to Capitol Heights. Shout out to 41. Long live Dino Nadero. Free Bino. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shout out to my man Big Flop. Free Simba. You know what I'm saying? That shit a motherfucker campaign to that nigga free. Yeah. Hey. Been ready? We up this bitch! Everybody tripping. They going overload. Wonder what I got in store for the podcast mode. And so I'm back on my grizzly. Back in time with his back with my back and spine. You know me, I keep attacking mine. Keep intact while I'm running through y'all. Keep talking that stupidness, foolishness. We running through y'all. Got a bunch of shows coming up. Tell them all to run it up. My hash shit. You know the umbrella that is us. Umbrella, umbrella. Tell these bitches umbrella. This is what we do. We keep knocking them back. Knocking the back of the track while we taking it back. I can take it back further. My first time I was seeing murder. And it's crazy the blood curling this scream of murder man how you see that at a young age my young mind had to keep in mind to keep a 12 gauge uh honestly i didn't want to pump so i got a revolver no shells dropping when the dump this is how we do in the city of angels man these niggas making demons in the city of angels niggas out here making funeral calls if you're talking why you getting involved shut the fuck up nigga get in the car nigga go hand and roll on y'alls keep talking all this foolishness we ride on y'alls man it's crazy this is this is how we grew up threw up gang signs niggas throwing back and then they throw it back at us i guess it's a war now look at the city it's all fucked up and tore down look at this niggas really won't change and we'll make it until then niggas out here taking for the taking nigga